Jumping in on Manx Radio with Howard and Chris Kane. Hello, good evening, and welcome. And yes, here we are again, would you believe, a Saturday night on Manx Radio, 9 o'clock, well into autumn. Time to come around again for the best in modern and contemporary jazz on the planet. Jumping in with myself, H. And me, Chris. Hi and welcome along to this week's show. And as we enter conference season, we'll try and steer clear of politics and be as impartial as ever. Although more than a few people may have the blues this week if you follow my train of thought, as certain announcements may take the slow vote to China, but not the fast train to north, it seems. As Richie and the gang say, it's our party and you can cry if you want to. So, H, without labouring a point, what swingers have you fast-tracked this week? And who's been your party poopers? Ah, <laughs> yes. Well, uh, I'm going to have the new one from Uncle John, Schofield, that is, coming out shortly. I'm going to go with the Pierre de Bethman Quartet, a great choice of Jazzman magazine a while back, and something a bit different from uh, Nils Erkland. And for me, well, we passed forward to the gold ring. We are in where? We party in the attic, and we start the show with a conservative choice. Don't even ask. <laughs> Thank you. 
Should you ever find yourself at a loose end on a Monday night in Manhattan, I think that track, Don't Even Ask, is telling you the only place to be is the Village Vanguard. For starting out as the Thad Jones and Mel Lewis Orchestra over 50 years ago, the band has held sway on Monday night spot ever since. And since uh, Mel Lewis passed away in 1990, composer and pianist Jim McNeely has taken the lead with some fantastic arrangements of jazz standards and many, many original compositions, with Don't Ask being a fine example, taken from the band's second disc of... Uh, original music dedicated to McNeely, the 2006 release, Up From The Skies, uh, one of the band's second disc, uh, what did I say? Yes, here we are, out of the band's 32 releases over half a century, uh, over half of them have been Grammy-nominated, and they have a couple of winners in the mix. That track was written by McNeely originally when he was resident with the Phil Woods Quintet back in 1996, and this version featured Billy Drews on alto, followed by Jim on piano, then Dennis Irwin on the bass. And what a fabulous band. Pick up any recordings, you won't be disappointed. Better still, go and catch them live. About time we went to New York. Yeah, I wouldn't mind going there again. What uh, The thought that leaps into my mind, though, is how they all fit in the Village Vanguard. And I've been there a couple of times, and uh, if you ever have been there, you'll know, iconic though it is, it is tiny. It's just a, a, down a few stairs, and there's a little basement area with a few wooden chairs, this little tiny little bandstand. And a standing well, bit at the back. Well, yeah, when I went there, there were just quartets, and it seemed fairly packed then. And how many is in that big band? 10, 12? 20 40? plus. Yeah. How on earth do they get in with space for an audience? Well, when it says resident on Monday night, it didn't actually mention that an audience could get <laughs> in as well. Yes. I think the audience must have to sit on the stairs or something. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Wonderful stuff, though. I'd love to see them live. Never have done. Great stuff. Uh, right. Um, one which uh, I know we've uh, featured before, uh, Pierre de Bethman, in various settings here. Wonderful player on the European circuit. And this is one I picked up... Um, Actually, I think it was in Fnac, one of our favourite shops, when I was in, uh, away on holiday in the summer in Switzerland. There was a Fnac in uh, Lucerne, I think it was. Wonderful. My wife didn't want to come, but I went there in any case. And uh, this one, I, whenever you see it, it's got the choice, the shock of the jazz magazine and indispensable from jazz news. You think, well, it's got to be worth a check, uh, checking out, isn't it? Pierre de Bethman, Go is the name of the album, and this track's called Instable. <laughs>
Good stuff, huh? Good stuff. I don't know whether it's a reissue, because it must have been... I picked it up, like, dated 2023, and I know he's got quite a few CDs out. It is actually, we are just chatting there as we listened to it, first came out in 2012, recorded in 2011. Pierre de Bethman on a piano there. He also played Rhodes on the CD, uh, and also some organ and synthesizer, but on straight piano there. David El Malik on a tenor sax, Vincent Arthur on the bass, and uh, Frank... Uh, that's the correct pronunciation, on the batterie, or the drums, if you prefer. Um, whenever, like I said, whenever I do see the recommendation of a way of Jazz Man magazine, the premier jazz magazine in Europe, which is a cracking magazine, it has to be said. My French is just about up to understanding some of it, but by no means all. I can get the gist of some of the reviews and whatever. Sadly, the more in-depth articles I struggle to really understand. But it's a beautifully made magazine, and uh, I do wish I could read more of it, because it's uh, certainly one of the best jazz magazines on the planet these days. Uh, jazz News is talked quite good. Jazz Times, which was a wonderful magazine, the American one, very good. Sadly, had some, I don't know what was going on there, some sort of weird buyout and fallout between the publishers and the journalists and the owners, and it's been bought out by someone else, and now is a... A bit of a shadow of its former self, to say the least. It's, um, it's about sort of 20 pages long and has very little of any interest in it whatsoever. It costs about £7, so probably um, not the best jazz magazine on the stands at the moment. But Pierre de Bethman, yeah, been around for quite a few years, still going strong. I wouldn't mind seeing him live at some stage and uh, worth checking it out. Pierre de Bethman, of course, the pianist for the fantastic Prism. Uh, there's four or five albums, Absolutely, but I recommend yeah, yeah. all of those to you. He's also got his medium and large ensemble, both of which are very, very good. Um, speaking of magazines, Keyboard Magazine used to feature a lot of jazz and uh, you know various other people. It went digital only, which was just not the same thing. It wasn't expensive, but it's folded after five years of being and just digital there. only. Yeah. Now, I was recently looking through some uh, new releases uh, which have seen a mix of folk and jazz together, and an email from Southport Jazz Festival uh, for next February. It's back, uh, popped up, which reminded me of this man trumpeter and composer Neil Yates who alongside the inimitable Alan Barnes kept us up in the wee hours one night over a drink or two taken from his 2005 new Origins album here's Past Forward segueing into The Gold Ring
trumpeter Neil Yates there with Past Forward and The Gold Ring, taken from his new Origins group and their self-titled debut in 2005. Neil studied music at Salford University before moving to London to get his Masters at Jazz at Guildhall, which led to an eight-year stay playing with pretty much the cream of British jazz, including Nigel, Don Weller, Clark Tracy and Dennis Baptiste, to name but a few, as well as numerous pop sessions, including Adele, after which he spent a year travelling around going to many folk festivals and playing with lots of folk stars, including Kappa Cayley, and developing what he says is a new whistle-like technique on the trumpet. His own style, he's calling it Diddly Knock, and I think Past Forward the Gold Ring is a great example. The new Origins album is no one-trick pony either and moves through a variety of styles, including minimalism and some electronics as well. The album features Manchester's finest, Stuart McCullum on guitar, Les Chisnell on piano, Gavin Barris on double bass, Andy Hay at the drums, and additional percussion from Baran player Martin O'Neill, and of course, Neil Yates on trumpet, flugel, whistle and voice. Diddly Knock, yeah, that's a good title for um, an album, isn't it? Diddly Knock. Or, <laughs> yeah. Sounds like somebody might actually, you could, you could possibly live in Liverpool. Um, it is jumping in with uh, Chris and myself. H. You get all sorts in this programme. That's the great joy of modern and contemporary jazz. And that uh, where, where are the boundaries? And the answer is, I think, there aren't any. It could be sort of verging on poppy. It could be verging on funky. You have the third stream missing, mixing with classical. You can have jazz funk. You can have sort of jazz folk, as we heard there, about sort of folk rhythms and melodies mixed in with jazz where does it stop well it doesn't really and again as Andy Shepherd I think once called one of his called one of his albums uh, unclassifiable as is this next one from the Hardanger fiddle player Nils Oakland which I picked up a while back I think actually when we were away in Brussels in the summer it was one of those ones in a bargain bin which I thought that looks quite interesting it was a uh, relatively cheap it was called 1982 Pintura which is that picture? Possibly. Nils Oakland with Sigbjörn Erpeland and Oivind Skerbo. And, uh, well, see you make of this. I love anything with a bit of a drone, and uh, this certainly has.
marvellous stuff. I grant you, it's not for everyone, uh, one way or another. Probably not good car music, uh, good late night music and meditative music, it has to be said. Uh, Nils Erkland, and we were just thinking, it's only when I caught a picture of him, I was reading a bit more about him, uh, one of the best known uh, Hardinger fiddle players in Norway, he is Norwegian, and we did actually see him play a live solo set, I think it was, I think it was solo, at the Union Chapel as part of the London Jazz Festival, wonderful uh, church venue uh, in Islington two or three years back. And it was actually very good, a lunchtime gig, and uh, a very interesting character indeed. The Hardanger fiddle, if you don't know, and I must admit I've never tried playing one, it is a fiddle, it looks very much like the traditional instrument, the violin. It's the national instrument of Norway, or considered to be that way. Very similar to the straight violin that you might know from concerts and all the rest of it, but it's got eight or nine strings rather than the four you get on the standard violin, and the wood is somewhat uh, thinner as well. The F-holes of the hard and fiddle are also very distinctive, with more sunken appearance, I am told. Well, I've never seen one that close up. Fascinating sound, though. Interesting character. And again, you know it's a minimalist album when the track's called... So that track was number six on the album, and it's called Six. That's it. Nils Oakland on the Hubro label. Always something interesting. Hubro is always a very interesting label to pick up, as indeed are many other new labels. Speaking of which, the next one from me is a new release from a new name on a new label from his debut release on Ghost Note Records. From Floor Plans, here's bassist Logan Kane with Where Within.
bass player Logan Kane. No relation, by the way, if you were thinking, as Kane is spelled K-A-N-E, a hot property on the L.A. music scene. This is his third recording under his leadership, and the first, a non-et, the second electronics-based one, and this one, an all-acoustic band with some real jazz heavyweights, such as David Binney and Mark Turner on saxes, as well as John Escreet at the piano. The track was Where Within, the album Floor Plans is on the Ghost Note label and comes out on the 20th of this month. Many thanks to Rupert from Dynamic for sending us to a copy. Terrific stuff. Jumping in, Chris and myself, H, with you through until the top of the hour. A new one now from John Schofield. Yes, he's been going for probably more years than he'd care to remember. And again, a bit like his erstwhile employer for a while at least, Miles Davis. He's always changing, always something different. Funky, straight, solo, big band, acoustic, full-on electric, experimental, you name it, he's been there, done it, come back again, probably on his second lap now. His latest on ECM is due out on the 13th of October, a double CD, revelling in the uh, title of Uncle John's Band and sees him covering everything from Mr Tambourine Man to uh, stuff like this, Budo from Birth of the Cool. Thank you. 
Hi, this is Steve Tibbetts, and you're listening to Jumpin' In with H and Chris on Manx Radio. Thank you. 
Terrific stuff. That's the late, well, one of the latest. He brings out quite a few. Kettle Mullerlid and his trio. Saw him at Southport many years ago and uh, thoroughly nice chap. Had a nice interview with him and featured him and uh, we've been keeping up vaguely with his with his progress. I don't think we've got all his latest and he has produced several. Who do you love the most? That one's called and it's available now. Before that, the latest from John Schofield, the double on ECM out on the 13th of October, where I said he features everything from Mr. Tambourine Man and Stairway to the Stars and Ray's Idea. It's a whole load of real melting pot with uh, not his usual trio. It not, hasn't got uh, Swallow, Steve Swallow on the bass. He's actually got Vincente Archer on the bass and his longtime partner, Bill Stewart, on the drums. And that was Budo. 13th of October, double CD on C- ECM. Check that out. Great stuff. Never go wrong with a John Schofield release. Well, that's about it for this week's show, but we've just got time to tr- sneak in a track from the upcoming edition release from trumpeter Vernerie Poyola, Monkey Mind. Now, we've been following Vernerie since he first arrived on the scene with Aura on the act label back in 2009, although it was Bullhorn, his 2014 edition release, that brought the young Finnish trumpeter to much wider audience and the album garnered universal acclaim throughout the industry press. For this album, which is out in November, he's put together a great new band, Kit Downs, who's becoming pretty ubiquitous on piano, Jasper Hoiby on bass, Olavai Oviro at the drums, and Tumo Pratala on synths programming. And here's Party in the Attic. See you next week. You'll be good now. Bye for now.